started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. What the fuck is up, gamers? <laughs> Welcome to City Girls Make Do, your number one all-time favorite Sex in the City podcast, hosted by me, Stephanie, aka an orgasm that will hold your hand in a sad movie. <laughs> and I'm Alex, aka codependent coming. <laughs> uh, today we're talking about episode, season two, episode four, I think. Yes. Episode 16 overall. Uh, this episode's called They Shoot Single People, Don't They? <laughs> classic riff on the Jane Fonda classic. Yeah, it, <laughs> they were trying for something. <laughs> I mean, I guess it, it kind of works, because the episode is kind of about how they're all single for the first time in ever, which I don't think is really that uh, odd of an occurrence, but um, no. yeah, this is a fun episode <laughs> yeah i mean it wasn't as buck wild as i think the last two were but no i did yeah i enjoyed it and we ugh, we did get some fun guest stars we got we got some fun guest stars and there was another moment that made me just cackle <laughs> laughing so <laughs> um yeah uh, carrie's question this week is is it better to fake it than be alone which is a pretty deep question. Um, bit dark, yeah. uh, a bit grim, uh-huh. bit grim dark. <laughs> I'm living for it. Yeah. Um. I guess we'll get into it. Of mm-hmm. if it is better to be <laughs> faking it than be single. Slightly offensive, but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but go off. <laughs> yeah. Uh- <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're, we open with the girls at a salsa club and Carrie's voiceover is kind of just talking about how, you know, like certain events are super rare in life. And so we have to pay attention to them, like Haley's Comet and solar eclipses. And tonight, all four of them are single for the first time in a blue moon, which I feel like has probably happened even since we've started watching the show. But those events aren't even that rare. They're on like scheduled basis. Mm hmm. So it's not rare, because it happens <laughs> often. <laughs> well, Carrie doesn't know anything about space, so... I mean, I went to Hades Comic Con, like... <laughs> I, get, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, they're they're having a gay old time. They're in this gross salsa bar. It looks disgusting. Yeah, but they're having fun, I guess. So, like, they're doing tequila shots, and... <laughs> dancing with them they're they're dancing alone but there are men looking at them Mm -hmm. yeah yeah this guy like looking at charlotte or not charlotte sorry there's that guy looking at samantha and eyeing her up and i'm like i don't like you already um (laughs) but he doesn't come up to them until they're sitting down and like they when they do their shots they're like taking a toast to not having any men which is like that's a pretty good toast i think 
Yeah, Charlotte is upset by it, though, because, I don't know, I guess she doesn't want to be cursed. Yeah, it's bad luck to toast to not having a man in your life, I guess, which, I mean, since when, but... Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's bad luck to not look someone in the eye when you toast, but, like... Oh, really? That's the only superstitious thing I've heard about toasting. I've heard that it's bad luck to toast with an empty glass. Yeah. And that it's bad luck to toast and then not take a drink, but... I think that's just etiquette for toasting, though. It probably is. I'm not sure. I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. <laughs> so- <laughs> well, there's that thing where you have to you have to look uh, you have to look them in the eye, or else seven years bad luck. No bad sex. Oh my god! I've oh shit! I've never heard that before. I've been toasting wrong for years. That's why you're having bad sex. I never said that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Well, uh, Charlotte thinks it's bad luck, and then, but, like, Samantha's like, okay, but that's fucking stupid, like, who cares, just enjoy men, but don't expect them to fill you up, except, you know. (gasps) (laughs) I wrote this down, too, because I was, I, she said, don't expect men to fill you up, I thought, (laughs) except for when, and then she said it, and I was like, oh, (laughs) same. (laughs) It's a good line. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then that guy who is eyeing Samantha comes up and, like, tries to get her to dance. But then Samantha does the good thing of being like, nope, it's a girl's night. And he gives her his card, and his name is William. But she just hangs out with the girls instead of going to dance. Mm, extremely valid. Um, and the correct call. Extremely valid. Um, but, like, they're all proud of her, too. But then, like, not even two seconds later, Carrie's like, well, I gotta go. <laughs> Yeah, Carrie has to go because she has a photo shoot in the morning and she doesn't want to look like shit. And here's the thing. Whenever I know I'm going to be on camera, I get a good night's sleep and I drink plenty of water because you will look like shit. (laughs) That's true. But the thing about Carrie is that she's dumb as a fish. She's dumb as a fucking rock. Imagine if you were going to (laughs) have your photograph taken in... A big newspaper. It's for New York Magazine. So it's not like some, you know, it's not your friend's like zine that they hand out at concerts. This is a big time magazine. And she's like, "Ah, I'm going to stay up all night drinking. I'm sure it'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, because she's like, they convince her to stay for like one more drink. But then she stays until dawn. Like when she goes home at night, it's it's not even night. Like the sun is up Mm. when she goes home, which is wild. Like this is just, this is just you know this is self-torture this is self-destruction like (laughs) i have friends who will be like because i have i have like a class that starts at 10 o'clock but you need to get there for nine so you Mm -hmm. do pretty much need to have an early night if you want to get there and i have friends who'll be like oh yeah i was up all night partying i got home at four o'clock in the morning and then woke up at six and i'm like how are you alive Oh my god, <laughs> just the idea of being, even if I got to sleep in the next day, the idea of being up until four in the morning, well, okay, like, being up until four in the morning is one thing, being up till four in the morning and being out of my house with other people sounds like I'm already falling asleep thinking about it. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm still, I'm still in the, um, the age where I'm like, oh, staying up till four in the morning sounds great, but literally, if I have to do anything the next day, uh, I won't. <laughs> Yeah, I it's it's just a lot and she clearly is just 
she she clearly shit the bed on this one because like she's like well i'm just gonna stay up all morning too and then that way it won't look like i stayed up all night um and then she just falls asleep on her bed this is the most bizarre reasoning i think i've ever heard just no this is where you power nap and set an alarm uh yeah so like it does sound bizarre but i definitely know people who do this like like someone who would always be like, well, I'm flying from the East Coast to the West Coast and my flight's at seven in the morning. So I'm just going to stay up the entire night because that's the way that makes sense to me. And I'm like, okay, but you're dumb. No. Like, just just sleep for like two hours. Like, I don't know. If but- I don't get at least seven hours sleep, I am rabid like uh, i can deal with like six i I can deal with i can deal with like five or four but not every day like if i got i think i get like on average between the weekdays and the weekend like seven hours a night so like maybe six on weekdays and then i'll sleep for like 11 hours on saturday and sunday Um, i'm that scene from possession where she's just like writhing around vomiting and bleeding everywhere (laughs) if i do not get like eight hours sleep i just can't do it well, clearly Carrie can't either, because she's like, well, she gets a call from Stanford, and he's like, Carrie, what the fuck, you're 40 minutes late, and Carrie's like, shit, I'll be there in 20 minutes, uh, and so she she rushes to get there, and then when she does get there, I mean, like, obviously they're they're pissed, um, well, because the whole reason that she has this photo shoot is because Stanford's boyfriend, Nevin, <laughs> which is a name, <laughs> Nevin, Nevin Lannister, um, <laughs> and, he, and he's pissed. <laughs> he's like, you're about a fucking month late. And <laughs> yeah, so basically she's doing a shoot for New York Magazine called Single and Fabulous. And yeah, Stanford's boyfriend is the photo editor. That's how she got the gig, essentially. Mm-hmm. And... I, I don't understand why you would... This is so rude, because it also makes Stanford look bad. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Carrie's kind of like, why are you so pissed off at me? And I'm like, bitch, you're 40 minutes late. Like, you don't have any reason to be like, why would people be pissed off at me? But I'm also just, like, very... I get very antsy when people are, like, late to things, and when I'm late for things, so... I need to be yeah. 20 minutes early. I will wait outside. I don't... <laughs> I can't be. I'd rather be 20 minutes early than 20 minutes late. Because I feel terrible about being late to something. I know. But, yeah, and she's wearing she's wearing the same outfit from the night before, which is, like, sparkly pink leather trousers and, like, a, a little white vest top, plus a bonus poncho. Yeah, it's a look. <laughs> <laughs> is it? A bonus poncho, that really makes the look. <laughs> it's, a, it's certainly a choice, um... Yeah. And by choice, I mean it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. It, they sit her down, and she, st- she still has a cigarette in her hand. Like, she's still smoking. They sit her down, and they start immediately taking photos of her. And she's like, whoa, shit, like, you're going to put makeup on me and stuff first. And they're like, well, we're just doing test shots. Don't worry about it. And But they keep just taking a bunch of photos of her while she's smoking. And that's, like, really all we see of the scene, though. Like It's so weird how she's smoking inside. Um, not just inside, but in like a professional setting. I know. I'm so embarrassed for her. Like I'm watching this scene and I have so much <laughs> secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah. And she obviously is barefaced and hungover, so she doesn't look great. And yeah, yeah I just, this was awful to watch. And cause I knew what was going to happen. I hated it even more. I know. Same. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, we don't get to find out quite yet because uh we we then jump to uh i guess it's the weekend morning and charlotte carrie and miranda are like power walking in the park which (laughs) i guess is a thing (laughs) carrie says it's well her voiceover says it's a thing that the kind of thing you do when you're single you know yeah only single people exercise (laughs) with their friends yeah i'm finding out new things i should be doing as a single one um of the show i'm like oh i should be power walking with my friends in my adidas leggings <laughs> mm-hmm. yep and and having like a sweater on but like you can still see your nipples through the shirt even though it's a sweater <laughs> <laughs> i must always have my nipples a hint of nipple just a hint of nipple mm. yeah i'm being cla- i'm being classy i don't want a whole nipple but just you know a little peek <laughs> i mean like I tend to not wear a bra on weekends, but that's just because I don't have to go to work, I guess. But it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm just going to put on a shirt where they're just popping out. No, I won't wear a bra when I'm inside my own house. Um, But it's getting cold, which means I can wear huge oversized jumpers and not wear a bra. (laughs) Oh, it's good shit. Like, yeah, I went to work last week on Friday and I wore like a a big sweater on top of my like shirt or whatever and i just didn't wear a bra to work it was fucking good as shit yeah. <laughs> love winter and fall my i mean i have to come clean about something of like <laughs> when i travel hard i because i've been taking stage combat so it's quite physical and like afterwards my back mm-hmm. is always killing me so when i come home i just put on a big hoodie um and then i don't wear a bra like <laughs> on the train home it's great <laughs> Just take it off and put it in my bag. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Not wearing a bra is the most freeing thing in the world. Truly. Um, But Mm -hmm. I got big boobies, so I can't just, I can't, like, just not wear a bra with, like, anything that would show them off because I just, they'd be down to my belly button. (laughs) It's truly the saddest life. Thank you. (laughs) But that is, that is so sad. They're, like, working out and they bump into one of, Miranda's old flames. Yeah, Josh. Josh the ophthalmologist. Ugh. The sexiest profession. <laughs> and Oh yeah, love me an eye doctor. <laughs> a, I know, I mean, I visit the eye doctor a reasonable amount. They're not hot. But he's, <laughs> he's cute. Yeah, he's okay. He's, he's okay. Um, <laughs> and they sort of awkwardly talk for a bit and then he, he walks off because he runs marathons. He's training. And uh-huh. we find out why they broke up. Yeah. Miranda stopped returning his calls because she slept with him twice and she had to fake orgasms both times. And so then she was like, well, I just uh, forgot to call him back after that and charlotte's kind of just like what's the big deal you know like orgasms aren't everything you know like they don't send you valentines <laughs> carrie's like mine do i don't charlotte is on some shit because she she's like oh it's you know it's not a better feeling than when he makes you coffee in the morning and i was like excuse me that's the least he can do I know, right? And then the other girls are like, yeah, no, you're fucking an idiot. You're an idiot, Charlotte. <laughs> it is pretty important, but. it's. I mean, it's, it's not even that. It's just if you don't have, if sex is important to you and you're not having a good sex life, mm-hmm. that's going to be a big part of your relationship, so. Yeah, I thought this was really interesting. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of angles to come at from the whole fake orgasm 
story because and we kind of tackle all of them Hmm. like whether or not it's worth doing and why you shouldn't do it and just you know we get to see we get to see some fun stuff with it (laughs) (laughs) both sides we get to see both sides this extremely important political argument i'm surprised it took us until season two episode whatever this is to get to faking orgasms like it seems like a pretty pretty hot topic I guess it is. I I remember like every TV show I would watch, or what it feels like every TV show, they'd talk about how it's just normal for women to fake orgasms. And I kind of made the point to myself, I think, as a a young woman, (laughs) that I wouldn't do that. (laughs) Yeah, same. Like, I feel like it's kind of a standard thing you hear about all the time and stuff and it's just weird to think about it's like guys just get better at sex like there's no situation in which i would inflate a guy's ego so i'm not gonna do that (laughs) well plus then they're just gonna like if you if you fake orgasms a guy is gonna be like oh what i'm doing is good and then when you break up with him he's gonna go fuck other girls and think that he was doing something right and then then it's just gonna be a whole cycle all over again and it's just it's bad. Women supporting women having orgasms. Yeah, no kidding. It makes me think about that one that one thing where it's like, I'm always baffled when guys are like, how do lesbians even have sex? And it's like, you're clearly the worst person at sex in the entire world. <laughs> if you are wondering that. <laughs> if you need to ask, then you're doing it wrong. Uh-huh. And also they take a break to talk about it. And Carrie is smoking during exercising, which... <laughs> yeah um carrie like finishes her pack of cigarettes while they're out exercising people used to do this in like the 50s i swear to god i would see people like smoke like in the gym like in some weird you know where they had like medicine balls and shit and they have like the shorts that go up to their waist but that's such a bizarre thing to me maybe she's just trying to like I don't know. Maybe she's just trying to, like, really fuck up her lungs. Just see just how much her lungs can take. It's exercising on hard mode because you're just making it more difficult to breathe. (laughs) This is the dark souls of exercising. (laughs) Or walking while smoking. (laughs) So since she smoked all her cigarettes, she has to go buy a new packet. She also buys 40, which means she is chain smoking. If If you go through 40... Every time you buy Mm -hmm. a new packet of cigarettes, you've got a problem. Well, Carrie's got a lot of problems, but... Like, if you're buying two... I mean, obviously, smoking is bad. I'm a smoker, and I know this. But if you're buying two packets every time you need to buy cigarettes, that's a lot. That is, yeah. That's true. That's essentially like, oh, I need... Oh, I'm going to buy myself a bottle of wine, but every single time you buy a drink, you buy two. Yeah, that's true. That's a good way to put it. Just buy one, bo- buy one bottle of wine at a time. Yeah, unless you're having like a party, then you're probably good. <laughs> yeah, you're probably good, you know. You don't need more than one bottle of wine a night, I would imagine. Yeah, she buys her cigarettes and then she sees the cover of the New York magazine. And surprise, surprise, she's on the cover and she looks like ass. Like, she looks like she looks like shit. She looks terrible because it's her smoking. She's like poorly lit so she has like huge bags under her eyes i guess props to sarah jessica parker for being um vulnerable enough to make herself look really fucking ugly yeah no she she really went all out on this like yeah they they did her kind of dirty on this but like 
like she's obviously really pretty so like at least we see her normally and are like well clearly you're not (laughs) you don't look like this all the time i mean even if she did whatever but like in universe find me someone who doesn't look kind of bad or worse when they haven't had any sleep and they're hungover and got no makeup on you know yeah their mouth is like half open (laughs) (laughs) and the lighting is garbage what i guess because what shoot were they taking where they would have this this shitty fucking lighting unless they photoshopped it unless they did like an oj simpson thing and made her look worse well they we do find out though because the cover of the magazine says single and fabulous question mark instead of just single and fabulous which is kind of what the impression was that it's going to be I'm not sure if the original take of the article was supposed to just be single and fabulous with no question mark. And then they got Carrie and they were like, whoa, this is way better. Like Carrie said she was going to be doing like a profile and they were taking like 20 people who were single and under 40 or something. And I was like, oh, okay. Huh. So she's just going to be like in a, a countdown of people. But presumably they got... This is such a shit photo that they changed the entire article and put it on the cover of the magazine, which is bizarre. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so I weird. mean, it's terrible. Like, if this was real life, I'd be like, holy shit, that's terrible. But, like, the fact that it would happen in-universe is kind of funny to me, <laughs> especially because the subtitle of the article is Eat, Drink, and Never Be Married, <laughs> which is it's, just, like... <laughs> it's, like... Imagine the, I don't know, I guess I'm just imagining the photographer taking it to the editor-in-chief and being like, hey, I had an idea. Let's change this entire article, <laughs> like, a co- I don't know, I guess a few <laughs> days before we're going to release it. Yeah, because the impression that I got was that they took the photos, like, the day before she saw it, basically. Like, it almost seemed like it was, like, the same day. Yeah, it, like it probably wasn't, but it it seems like there was a fast turnaround on this. So it seemed like no time had passed. You're right. Yeah, Carrie's pretty. She's pretty pissed. She runs off because she's like super embarrassed. She like runs off really fast with her smokes, um, and then she shows the magazine to the girls at brunch. And oh my god, Miranda's wearing like a tactile neck. It's so good. <laughs> and she and Carrie has like this jean cap on. Ugh. It's because she's trying to hide her face, I think. Oh, yeah. She has like a, she has like a little like sailor hat on. Yeah. It's great. (laughs) Um, And they're talking and they're all obviously quite pissed off about this. Charlotte asks if they can sue, which I love. (laughs) I love that Miranda was like, what? Because they were unclear about punctuation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I can't, I think. I think it was Charlotte who actually said, oh no, it was Miranda. This is too smart for Charlotte. Um, she says that articles, actually no, it might have been Charlotte. Anyway, one of them says that articles like these scare young women into marriage. And I was like, that's yeah. true. <laughs> like, it's true. Painting women who aren't married as like witches and crones. It's a really horrible article. It's horrible and it's really rude. Like, fucking maybe she is smoking and drinking but how does that hurt you yeah it's kind of stupid because like charlotte keeps she starts reading from the article which like miranda's like this is not helping please stop (laughs) but but you know the article is kind of like you know why are like these these women are almost 40 and still going out drinking till dawn and stuff like no wonder they're not married and it's like what 
<laughs> that just is so judgmental for no reason at all. And Samantha's like, who's 40? <laughs> I, love, I love that. I love her, uh, like, age is just a question mark. She's like Mariah Carey, oh. and we're not quite sure what year she was born in. Uh, it's totally fine. We don't need to know. Why should Why should we need to know? And um, Why should anyone care what they're doing? They're grown women. They can make their own decisions. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's very stupid. And all the girls agree, you know, like, this is a bullshit article. And they're all like, you know what? We're single and fabulous. Uh, full stop. And, but Carrie's kind of like, okay, they say that, but I don't think they believe it. Because, like, so within a week, Miranda's hooking up with the guy from the park again, who she was faking orgasms with. And Samantha has called the guy from the salsa club. And Charlotte is suddenly, like, she has this out-of-work actor friend who does things around her house, who does male things around her house, like, fixing up her apartment. And then now she's hooking up with him. That's so disturbing. I hate this. I hate this other thing of <laughs> women won't know how to do anything that isn't, I don't know, painting their nails. Like, yeah. What is he? She says, he says something like, she, he unclogged a bath or something. Like, how do you not know how to unclog a bath? Yeah, no kidding. And it, I don't understand why Charlotte has so much work to get done around her apartment. Like, she seems like the kind of person who lives relatively well. Like, I don't see why she would have, a, like, so many problems with her appliances and, like, utilities, but... Also, doesn't she have, like, know. a super or something? You know, I don't think she owns her apartment. Does Wouldn't that be controlled by the landlord? I would, I would imagine so, yeah. They don't usually like you hiring your own people to get shit done, so... Yeah. But he's talking... Her out-of-work actor friend is talking about how he's kind of given up on new york and he's got a job lined up in salt lake city to be on some like christian soap opera known acting center of the world salt lake city (laughs) (laughs) that sounds as an out of work actress that sounds fabulous i would like part of me is like okay but how funny would it be to be on a christian soap opera oh god so good (laughs) but yeah and then he says it's like some Mormon stuff, and I'm like, so what is the truth? Um, <laughs> Mormons are Christians. They are, but like, are they? <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like there's a difference. It's kind of. <laughs> I don't know enough about Mormonism. I do know that they have like Jesus, but I also know that like everything else that they have makes no sense. No offense if you're Mormon and listening to this. <laughs> How many Mormons do you think listen to this? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, when we go on our tour, we will definitely come by Silk Lacey and um, we'll both get married to the same guy. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> but, like, he's leaving New York City for an acting opportunity in Salt Lake City. The th- I mean, the thing is, you got to get your gigs where you get your gigs. And True. It, I think if you... And looking at this from, like, my perspective of if you've only been getting maybe, like, rubbish stuff in new york i think he's looking to be big fish in a small pond as opposed to small fish in a big pond that's fair i i would love to watch a christian soap opera and i would love to be on one i say that now (laughs) i don't know if that's true i don't even know what would happen on it and i i feel like you you'd get pregnant and then you'd get an abortion and then you'd die and that would be the i think I think this is just the secret life of the American teenager. I think he's auditioning for secret life of the American teenager. Oh my God. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Because if you have sex in that show, 
before marriage, your dad dies in a plane crash, so... Oh, yeah, well, that's just that's just God smiting you. Yeah, that or you get pregnant, so... There you go. The, the worst thing that can happen to someone is getting pregnant, as we all know. <laughs> your dad dying and then getting pregnant. That's the top two, really. I mean, God, it must suck to be Christian because that hasn't happened to me yet. <laughs> Does this only happen to Christians? <laughs> I think so. That's a really good loophole. You just have to not believe in God and then nothing bad will happen to you. It's worked so far for me. I mean, not that nothing bad has ever happened to me, but... No, but your dad hasn't died in a plane crash and you're not pregnant, so it's fine. That's true. True on both of those. (laughs) As far as we know. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, so he wants to go to Salt Lake City and Charlotte suddenly is like... She's real horned up. Yeah, she's like, well, what if this guy is, you know, like, the one for me? Because he can do man thing. And then he's like, well, is there anything else you want me to fix up around your apartment? And she's like, she just, like, grabs him by the shirt and pulls him to her face. And I'm like, Charlotte, calm down. It's very porno. It very is. Oh, yeah, then we got a question, complete with talking heads. Yeah. Oh, this is great, because she's like, well, has our fear of being alone suddenly raised the bar on faking? Are we faking more than just orgasms? Are we faking entire relationships? (laughs) Is it better to fake than be alone? She has so many soliloquies this episode. Oh, she does. And she's getting deep. She is getting deep. I think they were short on runtime and were just like, Sarah, um, can you look wistfully, um... And then we'll just have, like, voiceover on the top of it. And she's like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, it works for this one. Um, Yeah, we got some talking heads. And they're all just about people faking it. Um, These were really weird to me. Like... This is the first time in a few weeks that this has been, like, important. Yeah. One of them is a guy who says, like, his wife's an idiot. And every day with her is, like, being on Idiot Island. But, like, he could never tell her that. Because she'd leave him? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's so mean. Like, And then there's another woman, and she's like, oh, I like this guy, but his type was thin blonde wasps, so I became one, which... That's something. Okay. Yeah. Is it that quick to go thin and blonde and be a wasp? Because that would make my life a little bit easier. It seems like a bit of a transition to make but she got there somehow (laughs) and then um the last one was the worst one wild okay so (laughs) she's like this is woman she's sitting with a boyfriend he like signs something to her and then she turns to the camera and she's like i don't understand sign language this is wild to me so is she (laughs) dating someone who speaks sign language presumably like as his main method of communication and she mm-hmm. doesn't understand what he's saying, and she can't communicate back with him. The thing is, this just implies that this guy is not able to immediately tell that she doesn't know what's going on, which seems ridiculous to me. Like, there's no way this guy could, like, sign something to her that's harder than, like, hello, and her response would be, like, adequate. If you spoke English to someone and they just started saying gobbledygook, you would know. You'd be like, hey, you're not speaking in sentences um, and you're clearly not understanding what I'm saying to you. So they were just making random English noises. Yep, this made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> like, that's one way to fake it is to pretend you know sign language so that your boyfriend will stay with you. 
so like there are people who date someone who is mute or deaf and they don't necessarily know sign language but they still communicate so like what is going on here <laughs> she realized they can talk in other ways they could like write to each other or something yeah you'd think so or like she could just start to learn sign language in the meantime i don't understand this at all no this was yeah i don't understand the logistics of this in the slightest but it sure was a talking head (laughs) (laughs) um Yeah, and then we go to the girls are at Carrie's apartment, and then Miranda has another turtleneck on, and it's sleeveless and purple, and I love it so much. I just, Miranda's a star in this episode for her looks. Would you say she was born? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I might. <laughs> this is stupid. This is going to be the stupidest episode. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, it's fitting. Um, Yeah, and so she's still seeing this guy, and she's still faking it. And she says, what's there to figure out? It's my clitoris, not the sphinx. (laughs) I'm glad we wrote down the exact same quotes for every scene, because... (laughs) It's good. It's good. I mean, the other other issue I have with the whole, he can't find the clit, is I'm like, how can you not find it? Maybe his eyes are closed? I mean, you can still feel it. True. It's not like a G-spot where it's like, oh, I don't know, you have to be really sensitive with your touch to find it. Like, no, it's it's, it's literally there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty obvious, yeah. Um, they talk about how ridiculous it is, and Samantha's ta- Samantha says, like, if she had a son, she'd teach him all about the vagina. <sighs> and then Carrie's like, if you had a son, we'd call child services. Yeah, it's so mean, but... True, but you should do that. <laughs> it's true. I, the thing is, I, Samantha would never let herself have a child, so... No, I, I, it wouldn't be good for anybody, and she knows that. And so Miranda's, like, talking about how this guy loves that she can come while he's fucking her. And she, she's just like, how does he believe that that's true? And Carrie's just like, okay, you're... you're faking it like why he's obviously gonna think it's true if you're making it seem like it's true like like don't fake it i don't understand miranda's um thought process for this entire episode at all like she's like how does he not know that i'm faking my orgasm and it's like because you're faking your orgasm yeah there's no way there's no obvious way to tell it's not like all he has to go off is what you're doing there's no production usually so i thought you were were saying there's no projectile there i mean there is no projectile the k i mean depending but likely not so you all you have to do is verbally or physically um gesture i don't know what idea i just don't know why she's bothering or being upset that he doesn't know you've made your own bed miranda yeah it makes no sense but she's like continuing to see him so that's i mean that's her own problem if she wants to continue to see him then like don't complain about it maybe uh especially if it's really just that you're seeing him for sex and like not actually having like a real relationship with him or anything so but uh, and then Samantha leaves for her date with the club owner, like William, the salsa guy. So they like dance a bit. Um, I I don't like this dude in the slightest. No, yeah, I don't like him either. He's like he owns this salsa club. Then he also owns a club in the Hamptons, and he starts like going on about all this stuff that we can do. Like we can go to the Hamptons, and we can do this, and. 
Samantha takes him home and he's still going on about the stuff that they can do and they do bone. So, mm. uh, well, mm. okay. So Carrie in her voiceover says, Oh, he was one of those we guys. And she says, Samantha let the we wash over her. No, we do get into water sports eventually, but it's too soon. It's, it's too soon. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like it wasn't even a good, it's not even a good thing to say in this context when there are no water sports. Like, no. it'd be funny if it was, if it was in the other context. Don't, but. don't get me all excited for water sports and then not have any. Don't edge me like that again. <laughs> there was never an edging episode because that wasn't a thing, I guess. Maybe. The edging oh. episode. 2018, Sex and City and edging there'd be like an edging episode a choking episode it'd be disgusting a furry episode which would be fun that'd be a fun episode <laughs> there'd be there'd be some good things and some bad things just like there were in the original show but yeah um <laughs> <laughs> and like uh samantha finds up carrie in the morning and she's talking about her night with william and she she tells carrie about the whole wee thing but she doesn't really care because she's like, he was saying we'll go to the Hamptons. Well, she's like, yeah, he invited me there for the summer. That's what I'm going to be doing. Spend my summer in the Hamptons. Carrie's like, isn't this a little bit early to be already doing this with someone that you just met? Well, because Samantha's like, yeah, he says we, and by we, I mean you and me, meaning her and Carrie. Sounds fun. I do want to go to the Hamptons um, only because of Gossip Girl. I don't really know a whole lot about the Hamptons aside from what I've learned from Sex in the City. It's just like where rich people go. That's all I know about it. That's that's all I know about it too. <laughs> it's where rich people go in the summer if they live in New York and I'm like, oh, I want to go. It does seem nice. I do like to go to the beach, so. It just looks cold there. Why? New York isn't exactly hot in the summer. Yeah, not really. It's, uh, it kind of is like my ideal beach weather because I don't like to be places that are really hot. So like, I'd like to go on a beach if it was like 25 degrees and maybe a little bit breezy. No. I want to, if I'm on the beach, then I want to swim. I want to be like tropical. I want to be in Caribbean beach. That's fair. I hate to swim in the ocean though. I don't like the I don't like the salt hair. Oh, I love swimming in the ocean. Not a fan. Well, there we go. That's where we differ. <laughs> I would like to go to the Hamptons and just wear like Diane Keaton like white lady outfits and just wear like really oversized cashmere white jumpers. That sounds like fun. <laughs> That'd be so good. <laughs> and like a big hat. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Honestly, I just love any excuse I get to see my wife the ocean. So <laughs> any chance I get, I'm just beaming. The ocean is a lesbian. The ocean is a lesbian. The ocean is my wife. I have a lot of wives. <laughs> my boyfriend's okay with this. Are you Mormon? Yes. <laughs> I clearly know so much about it. That's why. That's pretty much the whole scene with Samantha. Oh, and then we get Miranda and Josh, which... This is, I hate to watch this because, like, they're boning and, like, Miranda decides she's not going to fake it anymore. So she's just, like, lying there and he's on top of her and her face is just totally expressionless and he's just, like, pumping and he's like, come with me, come with me. She just lies there completely just, (laughs) I can't watch it. (laughs) No, and, like, his reaction to it is even worse in my opinion because he's like 
is there something wrong? You didn't come this time and you always come. And she's like, no, I don't. I've been faking it. Yeah. And he goes, oh, is there something wrong with you medically? (gasps) Oh, what a horrible thing to say. It's basically her helping him come to the realization that probably every single woman he's ever slept with has faked an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's like, well, every other girl's been able to do it like with no problem. So there must be something wrong with you specifically if you're not getting off. But he he kind of switches. He kind of stops being defensive a little fast, though. Like at first he's kind of defensive, but then you know when she says lots of women fake it, and like you didn't know until five minutes ago that I was. So yeah, he's he doesn't go really full asshole, which he could have done. Yeah, he he puts his glasses on and he says, "Teach me." That's how you know a man is serious. It's true. That's how you know someone is about to learn something. In Riverdale, every time, like, someone gets serious to, like, look something up, like, Veronica will go to, like, read something in the paper. She'll put her glasses on to, like, and I'm like, you never wear glasses. Why are you putting them on now? Reading glasses. Yeah, but she never wears them when she's reading anything else. (laughs) (laughs) It's just to be like, yes, she's she's thinking right now. Well, that's, I'm always thinking, I'm always wearing my glasses. I never wear my glasses. My vision is pretty good, so I kind of just get away with not wearing them most of the time. That's fair. I wish I didn't have to wear mine. When I'm trying to learn about the clitoris, I always put them on. You gotta put them on to learn about the clitoris. That might be, maybe this is why he couldn't see it, because he wasn't wearing his glasses. (laughs) And so he probably just was like, where is it? Like, I, shit, like, I can't see it. (laughs) What's going on down here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so, because Miranda's just like, you know, don't worry about it. I'll show you. But he's, <laughs> my favorite, is, she's like, you know, my, you know, our, our anatomy is complicated. And he's just like, I'm a doctor. I know all about anatomy. And she's like, you're an eye doctor. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he gets his tips. She shows him what to do. Uh, because she asks him, like, well, okay, well, do you know how the clitoris works? And he said, yes. And then she's like, well, do you know where it is? And he says, yes. And she's like, okay, well, no, you don't. It's like two inches from where you think it is. Which, where was he? Two inches is a lot on a vagina. That is a lot. I don't know. I don't want to know. He's somewhere. Where is he? He's off in the woods. <laughs> He's off in the woods. <laughs> where is, I really have to think about this. I'm like, where, where would that be? I don't want to know. He, yeah, I, I don't know. But, but he's ready to work. <laughs> Good for him for trying. You know, B for effort. <laughs> B for effort. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, he tried. <laughs> um, and then we go with, uh, are we with Carrie and Charlotte's new BF? Yes. And he's not moving to Utah anymore because, you know, they're, they're, things are going so well between them. Yeah. And he's, like, still fixing things around her apartment, I guess. She's just finding more and more things to fix so that he'll stick around, I guess. But they're also dating. I don't know. And Carrie's kind of just like, Charlotte, you know that? This isn't the basis for a relationship, right? And, yeah, Charlotte's just justifying it. She's like, I was kind of turned off by the fact that he's nearly 40 and an out-of-work actor. But, you know, he might be my true love. And I'm like... (laughs) Charlotte. Yeah, like, he can fix things around my house. He can do manly things. Maybe he's for me. Like, that is 
that is that is like the last thing I'm looking for in a partner. <laughs> Charlotte, just buy a DIY book for dummies and like a basic toolkit. You know that in 2018, Charlotte would be all over Pinterest. She'd be she'd think about doing a lot of stuff DIY. I feel like she would be like a craft vlogger. She would have like a YouTube channel and she'd be making her own crafts. And she'd be, like, kind of insufferable. She'd be one of those people you hate watch. Yeah, I can very see that. And, yeah, then we get another soliloquy. (laughs) Yeah, she's walking home and she's like, when did being alone become the modern equivalent of being a leper? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, are they going to separate restaurants, smoking, non-smoking, single, and married? And I'm like... Yeah. Like, she's talking about segregation. (laughs) She is wild here. She is off her rocker. And then she says, maybe all these years I was faking happy being single. And I was like a bitch. When were you ever happy being single? When were you ever happy, period? Like. She isn't happy ever. I mean, hat, but. I mean, depression girls make do. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But. She, even when she was with Big, she was like, this is what I want. And then she wasn't. And she, every time she breaks up with someone, she looks like she's going to die. Yeah, she can't survive being single. She's like a serial dater. Like She's a serial monogamist. Yeah, it's – she just – she she's faking it to herself right now is what she's doing. She's faking it by saying she was faking it by being happy. But I, I'm a believer in – working on yourself before getting into relationships uh carrie isn't so she hasn't worked on anything in her life but um i mean i do believe that sometimes you know you fake it till you make it when it comes to like your self-confidence where it's like you know like you believe that you're happier or more successful or prettier or whatever you're aspiring to be you you believe that you're more than what you think you really are until you actually believe that it's true. Like, I think that that has some merit to it, but like... But like, don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself and also don't, you know, fake it when you're going to like into a relationship with someone else. Like, don't pretend to be something you're not or or anything like that. No. So... She decides she's going to go out and she's going to have fun and be single. And she puts on like a, a pretty pink outfit. Yeah, she looks cute. She's finally allowed to let other people see her in the world. Um, <laughs> even though her magazine is still on the stands. Yeah. And she goes to this uh, party celebrating Ellen Von Unworth. And everyone there is dressed in black apart from Carrie, who is dressed in this pink getup. Of course. Yeah, she goes, to, yeah, it's a party hosted by, not hosted by Stanford, but she, like Stanford is there. Um, and his boyfriend is there, so we see him again, Nevin. Nevin. And Carrie is like, you need to break up with him. You know that, right? Oh, and my favorite thing is that the first thing she says to Nevin is, hi, I hate you. <laughs> <Which he's> like, <laughs> does he say, hi, oh, you're fabulous. And she's like, hi, I hate you. I love it. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says, join the club. I hate me too. Which like, I mean, like if that isn't a mood, but it's, it's also very funny. Then he, he calls her fabulous and like walks away. There's a tartini, um, which is cranberry vodka. Yeah. That doesn't sound very like Carrie's like, what? I go away for four days and they make new drinks. And I'm like, is that a new drink? I mean, like a cosmopolitan is vanilla vodka and cranberry juice. It's not that wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> tell that to Carrie. <laughs> tell that to Carrie. She doesn't know shit about anything. So, 
Don't know shit about fuck. Neither do I, but I'm still more valid than Carrie, so. Yeah, we all are. And then we see Samantha, and she is, she's at this, like, fancy uptown restaurant waiting for a date, but he's 20 minutes late. Like, you know, she calls her machine, and there's no message. She's just sitting there, and, like, you know, it's 1999, so women women can't be on their cell phones. <laughs> she, she can't be on Discord texting her friends anxiously. <laughs> I know. I'm in. If I was Samantha, I'd be on Discord in the venting zone, being like, "This fucking asshole isn't showing up. It's 20 minutes late. I'm gonna kill myself." <laughs> um, <laughs> but she can't do that. So um, she waits and waits. She like orders some red wine, and then she gets so dramatic. And she's wearing this white fur coat and like a white dress underneath, and she's just huddled up underneath it, looking off in the distance. <gasps> I love it. Yeah. She looks like the saddest person in the whole world. And then she, like, knocks over her glass of red wine. And then she starts crying and runs to the bathroom. And it's, like, it's this whole ordeal. It's it's sad. But at the same time, it's like, okay, girl, you've known this guy, like, for a week, maybe. Chill. And then she runs, like, she runs into the busboy. And she's like, I'm not normally like this. And then he kisses her, which is kind of weird. Yeah. They have to point out that he's a Pakistani busboy. Yeah, they really didn't need to, to say that, but they but they do, which makes it worse what happens. But thank you for, weirdly, making this a race issue. Um. Yeah. Um, and he says, like, you know, take me home and you won't be alone. And then, like, Samantha has a realization with a Carrie voiceover that's like, sometimes being alone is better than faking it. Which... Wow. Uh, like, what? <laughs> I mean... It's true that sometimes being alone is better than faking it, but I'm just saying, like, given the situation and also given, like, I feel like they've dated, I would say, like... They make this seem like this is a low point. Like, if she slept with him, this would be, like, the worst thing she could do. And it's not. Whereas it's kind of like, this could be the exact same guy, but if he was, you know, rich and white... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Even if he was like a young, hot, white waiter, yeah, they she probably would have. If he was like twenty three and like six foot four, he's not even like old or anything either. He's just like he just looks like a completely normal person. He's just a normal looking dude. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable because it's very. It's like it's heavily implied that the issue is not her sleeping with someone for validation. The issue is her sleeping with this guy who is i guess meant to be below her yeah yeah it's very iffy yeah i'm not a fan of it no and this is like pretty much well it's pretty much the end of samantha's story she has like one more i think she gets like one more shot later in this in the episode but but yeah so after that we go back to carrie and it's like it's now 2 a.m on a tuesday night and she's plastered at this party um, she's, like, spilling her drink on some guy. Like, she's clearly just, like, belligerent right now. Um, <laughs> she's, yeah, she's out of it. Um, yeah. And he, like, storms off and she tells him to fuck off. Yeah, Stanford's like, you've had enough. <laughs> and Carrie says, no, I, I want to meet cute guys. And Stanford's just like, everyone here is gay. <laughs> Which is really fucking stupid because there's literally a straight couple making out behind them, but... So she, like, goes off and 
shallow, more like shadows, because out of the shadow comes Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper just (laughs) comes out of nowhere. The star jumped out. (laughs) The star is born, literally because this is his first ever on-screen appearance. So the star has been birthed. This is where he was born. Someone had sex in the city, and he was birthed from that. And out came baby Jake, and he grew up to be what everything Carrie was looking for, single, straight, and a smoker. And he's, I don't know, does he ask for a cigarette from her or something? He's like, yeah, he asks for a light, yeah. I mean, I was just blinded by his stardom. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was, I completely forgot that he was even supposed to be in this episode, so I was like, oh shit, (laughs) that's baby Bradley. Uh, We don't see his top bush though, so very unfortunate. We did not notably know Top Bush was seen. Yeah. He is wearing leather trousers. Um, Look, I love 1999. I just want to go back. Back to 1999. (laughs) Guys did look good in the 90s. Yes. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Yeah, then we jump back to Miranda and Josh. And... She's like reverse cowgirling him, which is I what from what I've heard the uh, position least likely for you to get an orgasm. Interesting, yeah, it's very methodical. Like, like he's asking how it is, and she just doesn't look like she's enjoying it at all. Like, it just seems like this is a chore. Yeah, but he can't see her face, so it's fine. Yeah, right. So he has no idea what's going on. This also seems just like a very bad position. If like she, I thought she was showing him where Clarus was. He can't see her clitoris at all from here. Like, he might not even be able to reach it from here. Like, what? what's going on? Anyway. Can't give her the old reach around. <laughs> he can't push the fun button. From, he can't He can't slam his palm on the nut button from where he's sitting. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and, you know, he's like, I'm close, I'm close, I'm close. And, you know, she's kind of just like, this is a fucking chore. So she decides to fake it one last time to, like, you know, give him a little reward for trying his best. But, like, you know, when you try your best, when you try your best, but you don't succeed, <laughs> you, you scream. She, she screams. She screams. I'm not into screamers. Um, I, this is, to me, this is not an orgasm noise. Like, if I was going to fake an orgasm, this is not the noise I would make. This is um, a serial killer just jumped in through my bedroom window. Yes, because she's like, they're like short and sh- short and sharp screams of ah. And then at the end, she like pushes her fist in the air. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, like, the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, I I burst out laughing when I saw this because Cynthia Nixon, like, she, you know, like, man goes ham, must see. That's what happens here. Where's the ego? Where is that ego? She did that. This is, you know, I would believe she was faking this orgasm. I would not believe that was a fake, that was an orgasm. <laughs> but I'm also not as dumb as this guy. So, uh... <laughs> That's pretty much it. Like, she, you know, she, this is like the last time she's going to see him because she's like, you know, I can't do this anymore. And I think it's fine to send him off with one last, you know, maybe it's not the best because she is kind of sending him off with the idea that he is doing it right now. But at least, I mean, at least he'll be more open to trying new things. Anyway, he should know that every person um, he's going to sleep with is different and will need different things to get them off. That's a 
Really good point. Yeah. Everyone's going to be different. You should just be asking everyone you're with what they like anyway. So yeah, be a a good lover. Be attentive. Men be like this. Men be watched too much porn and think they can just jackhammer their load into you and (laughs) you're good. But like, am I wrong? (laughs) Men be watching porn. Men be watching, they be watching porn and thinking that they could just do that and it it like i gotta tell you if you have a dick and you think that jackhammering someone and that's all you're doing is gonna is gonna you know like if you think that's slamming the nut button it is not yeah the nut button is not the cervix yeah no ow (laughs) just jackhammering into that no it's bad and yeah yeah and and you don't gotta go that like this isn't the problem in this episode but like but like people with dicks like you don't gotta go as fast and hard as you can you don't have to do that please don't like (laughs) i just like the idea of someone like on top of you and just going hey you don't have to do that you you can just calm down hey hey buddy hey take a sec like just chill it's like i I think about that you know fuck me gently (laughs) fuck me gently with a chainsaw yeah (laughs) nice heather's reference i love it thank you heather thank you heather (laughs) uh yeah so miranda fakes her nut we go back to bradley yeah carrie and jake they're being so obnoxious at the club at the party like they're falling into people and he's like want to see my porsche but they're like clearly both very drunk yeah this is upsetting yeah i do not like to see this i if you listen to this podcast and you drink and drive then you can eat my dick unsubscribe unfollow us don't do that and paypal me a thousand (laughs) dollars yeah or just save that money to buy ubers like there's not really an excuse anymore to drink and drive who even drives in new york period like let alone drinking and driving in new york like no and like i mean with lyft and i mean i know there's like the whole you don't want to use that all the time but if you're drunk if you're planning on drinking then Plan what you're going to do after that. How are you going to get home, you know? Don't be a dickhead and hurt yourself or anyone else. Yeah, and not to mention, if you're going to drink and drive, like, don't do it anywhere. But the worst place to do it is in a city. <laughs> like, like rural areas are, I mean, it's still bad. But, like, it's better than being in, you know, a heavily populated metropolis. Like, it's, and, it's, and they're in, like, a, a convertible Porsche which will be going very fast with the roof off. Good idea. Oh, yeah. Those things are just, you know, safety machines. <laughs> yeah. So they're making out in his Porsche. And then he's like, I gotta go get more cigarettes. And so he goes up to the newsstand. And, you know, Carrie is just, Carrie has a moment. She's like looking in the mirror and she's just like, why was I so worried about, you know, but like, why was I so worried about people seeing me? Clearly everything's fine. You know, I was making a big deal out of nothing. Thing. Um, and then he comes back like a second later and slams the New York magazine up against the window and is just like, is this you? <laughs> he is 
he's not even like chill about it. He like slams it in her face. <laughs> this is the funniest thing because he's so fucking blasted. He's just like slamming it against the window and he's like is this you it's so funny also it's so fucking wild how like clearly he's clearly either drunk or high and she's just like in the car like contemplating looking at herself in the mirror like hmm you know when you're drunk and you see you see yourself in the mirror and you're like i'm the prettiest person who has ever existed yeah (laughs) that one meme that's like kermit sitting on the toilet it's like when you go to the bathroom when you're drunk and you're just like shaking your legs around like (laughs) you're so aware of your presence that's literally the funnest thing about being drunk is just like (laughs) just being like so happy did you see yourself or you like sit on the toilet and you're like, everything is fine in the world. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Carrie goes into another moment and she's she says something which ugh, I find to be unbelievable. She then realizes that if she's like, if I slept with him, then that would be the first guy I ever slept with for validation. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> Uh, you you've never slept with a man for validation um please look at your entire past history of relationship i mean this is drunk history right now <laughs> drunk history the uh. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the show only we could make mm-hmm. what the fuck is she talking about no idea but in her moment of clarity, she's like, okay, I'm going to go home now. And this part, I was like, oh, because he's like, no way, I'm not letting you go home, which is, excuse me? Yeah, that's that's a red flag. That's a that's a several red flags going up um but luckily it's a convertible so she literally just jumps out the top yeah she's like fine and she just jumps out and i i really like this because she was just like fuck you for thinking you can say that to me one of the things i don't understand about this show is i don't know the brazen confidence she has walking home alone at night I was baffled by this because this guy was basically just like, I'm not letting you leave. And then she jumps out and then she just walks away slowly, looks back at him. It's like three in the morning in New York City. And you're drunk and he's drunk. And she doesn't seem to be afraid or anything. I'm like afraid when I stand on my street outside my house alone at night. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm like, oh shit, it's winter. That means it will get dark at six o'clock. Oh fuck, I don't want to go outside. I'm like, okay, it's dark out. I'm not leaving my house now. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah, she has no fear. No fear. Well, it's that comic and it's no fear. And then... Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) And then one fear. It's going to say big, but you're right. Who isn't scared? Who isn't scared of Bradley Cooper? His face is awfully shiny. That's That's the comic when we watch the show. It's no fear, big, one fear. (laughs) But for Carrie, it's Bradley Cooper. Okay. Uh, <laughs> being single, one fear. Yes. Um, so then we see that Charlotte and her handyman guy have ended things because, you know, they're both faking it. She's faking the intimacy. There's not really anything there. And he, like, he's faking the fact that he wants to stay in New York. Mm. Yeah, he wants to go to Silk City and be on that Christian soap opera. He wants to be on the Book of Mormon, so. Mormons are Christians. 
I know. <laughs> he said it was a Mormon. <laughs> I, I, okay, whatever. But they, they, they are. But wait, are Jehovah's Witnesses Christian? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I get, I get them confused with Mormons a lot because Mormons are all they're like the Latter Day Saints, right? Yeah. That I mean, they're all buck wild. Well, yeah, but I always just forget which one's which. Because what's the other word for Jehovah's Witness? Oh, I can't remember. Name for their church. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This it's irrelevant. But. <laughs> just like Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, sorry to all the Jehovah's Witnesses that listen to our show. I'm sure they know. <laughs> I'm sure they know it's ridiculous, but no offense. This, this is literally the opposite of Girl De- Girls Defined. It's the opposite of what? Have you ever? Have you never seen Girl Defined? No. <gasps> it's okay. So it's like these two girls on YouTube, and they're fully like insane, like Christian YouTubers who are like. Uh, you know, those, like, blonde, Stepford wifey, like, American evangelical people. They're like mm. that, and they're like, how, you know, they're the, how to wear makeup in a God-honoring way. Oh, I've seen that before. Okay. <laughs> they're like, how do you, how do you use social media in a God-honoring way? And, <laughs> and that's the opposite uh, of us, is this is the lot, this is the least God-honoring show. <laughs> yeah, how to make a podcast in a God-honoring way? That reminds me I was going to start the podcast by saying Hail Satan. <laughs> what was th- Hail Satan and Bust a Nut? I can't remember. But I know they end last podcast on the left by saying Hail Satan. So we could do Hail Satan and Bust a Nut at the end. That should just be our ending tag. Yeah. <laughs> just a little shout out. <laughs> just a little shout out to our BFF Satan <laughs> and our good friend the nut button. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? Oh, yeah, Charlotte broke up with her boyfriend. Yeah, Miranda did the same. She stops returning Josh's calls. Samantha throws a drink in William's face, but we don't see Samantha. Yeah, she just goes to throw a drink, which is good. I love it. And then (laughs) Charlotte comes to the realization that she can just pay people to fix things around your house. You don't have to have a male friend who can do things. You can pay people for goods and services. (laughs) What? Money can be exchanged for goods and services. How sheltered do you think her life was? Pretty. This is like, <laughs> I was watching Archer yesterday, and it's like when uh, Woodhouse is like, well, you know, like I booked this vacation like a year ago, and, you know, your mother is, you know, like paying me for this. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Archer's like, you get paid for this? <laughs> like my mom is paying you for this god she's like you know those people who are so rich they take everything to the dry cleaning yeah that's charlotte and then we end with carrie and she's she's got you know she's she's realized that being alone is a-okay she goes for lunch alone on a patio and has a glass of wine and just is valid alone and she's like i have no book I have nothing to distract me. I'm just being honest about being alone. She has no cell phone. Yeah. No iPad. Carrie, get iPad. Carrie, get iPad. Carrie has no YouTube to watch. Uh, Eating lunch alone is lovely. I love eating alone. I love to go for lunch alone. It's good. But I also do like to do it with my phone. But (laughs) Carrie sitting there at lunch by herself playing Minecraft on her iPad. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was a good episode. Oh, are we not going to talk about? Are we not going to talk about the cameo? Which one, Bradley Cooper? No. Oh wait, 
who who else was in this? Oh my god, the fucking guy from Glee. Wait, who? Which one? The teacher, Matthew Morrison. W- who was he? Was he the waiter? Yeah. Oh my god, I was not paying attention. <gasps> I thought, because you wrote a message and you were like, oh, there's a wild cameo at the end of this episode. I thought you were talking about him. No, I was just talking about Bradley Cooper because, and he, that's not even really a cameo because he wasn't even famous at the time, but like. No. Well, neither was Thingy, but. No, this is a double. This is a double whammy. He's 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 Glee famous. <laughs> Literally, the only thing I remember about him is waking up in the dead of the night in a cold sweat and yelling new directions, <laughs> which just makes me laugh to this day. <laughs> God, everyone in Glee is Glee famous. I mean, true. It's, well, maybe not. Um, what the fuck? Who? If you, why am I blanking on Sue Sylvester's name? You, she, I feel like she was, I mean, she's Glee famous more than anything else famous. If you have to think that hard, they're not that famous. And it's Jane Lynch. It's Jane Lynch. I was going to say Jane Lovey, but then I'm like, that's you, Jane Lovey. <laughs> you Canadian. <laughs> well, it's because, <laughs> it's because Jane Lynch was also on Party Down. So, like, I also know her from that, so. I think she's been on, like, a lot of SNL movies, which... Yeah, yeah shows my right. taste. My taste levels are through the roof. I I watched Glee long enough that I can't say anything. So, but it's not my fault. They made Santana gay. So like, true. That was a bit of an awakening. <laughs> I never finished the show. I didn't get to the part where Jeb Bush canonically becomes president. Oh, shut up. He, yes, that is literally in the series finale. Jeb Bush becomes president, and Sue Sylvester is his running mate. <laughs> In 2018 or 20, I don't remember if it's 2016 or 2018, but Jeb Bush is president in Glee. It will be 2016 because that's when the election was. You're fucking right. <laughs> Look, I know that you're not American either, but I'm not American. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying that like the 2016 election was, I think, traumatic for everyone. So it's burned into my brain. Yes, you're right. You're right. Also, you're we're right. in 2018 now. <laughs> No, I'm dumb as a fish, okay? I don't know anything. Do you know what? You're valid and I love you. So. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Big hat. Oh, God. Uh, so that's the end of the episode. Um, that, yeah, that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> What's your rankings this week, Alex? Um, gee, I think I'll put Carrie at the top. Um, she did lie to herself, but haven't we all? And, gee, then I think I'll go Charlotte and then Samantha, which is, I think, purely for that white fur coat, which is kind of fabulous. Um, I'm pretending it's faux. (laughs) It's probably not. Um, and then Miranda for lying, but at least she tried. Mm. No one's really a loser this week. Yeah, not really. I would also put Carrie at the top because I thought she, I liked her last scene, her last two scenes. She was valid. I felt bad for her during that photo shoot, even though she was extremely not valid for being late by 40 minutes for staying up all night right before a photo shoot. Bad, bad idiot girl. Um, And then I actually think I'm going to put Miranda second because I just, her performance at the end was really earth shattering. Like literally, like I think her (laughs) screams could have caused a tremor in the earth and a tsunami in Manhattan. So I thought that was really something. And I really liked her turtlenecks. True. Um, Yeah, she's like Banshee. Yeah. (laughs) 
she was like a banshee. Like it was, it was a lot. <laughs> but then, but she had that really extremely gay purple turtleneck, and then she had that really good tactile neck. And I was like, these are perfect looks, and I love you. Um, then I would probably say Samantha because of the drama that that one scene. But I also just really didn't like the part with the the bus boy. No. But like the rest of her in this episode was pretty good. And then Charlotte, I was kind of like. Come on, Charlotte. You're just, you're trying to be domestic for no reason. So, yeah, she didn't really do it for me this week. I think that's fair. Everyone yep. and no one is valid. It's Schrodinger's validity. <laughs> Schrodinger's validity? Yeah, that and uh, I feel like, you know, something you do that's valid doesn't cancel out the things you do that are not valid and vice versa you know like you take the valid with the not valid and you're both at the same time valid and invalid it's true i believe it was stannis baratheon or davos i can't remember which one who said you know like the good doesn't cancel out the evil okay (laughs) that seems like a very incomplete quote but i think one of them said that and i believe that i think that they're they're, you know, they contain multitudes. Yeah, they're three-dimensional characters. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move to questions. Let's. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, if you have a question, you can send it to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. We have uh, four questions this week. Well, we have three questions and one comment. <laughs> um <laughs> The first one is from Tumblr user and friend of the show, Cosmemer. I think I'm saying that right. And I don't know how to answer this. No, me neither. Which of the city girls would win Duelist Kingdom? So I think this is Yu-Gi-Oh. No, I I think I have watched an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh. I didn't understand what was going on. I've watched some Yu-Gi-Oh abridged, but that is abridged. So it's very much ridiculous, and I have no idea what was happening. Um, but I know that there's cards, and I know that there's a Shadow Realm, which is basically, like, the four kids version of getting banished to, like... How? A bad place. I think it's, like, dying, but I'm not sure. But in four, the four kids version, I think it's just, like, you get banished. There's Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yeah, and then there's a Dark Magician. <laughs> and a Dark Magician yeah. Girl? Princess? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think it would. I th- uh, okay, one of the girls is kind of Samantha esque in the show. I don't. I think she's good at the game. All I know is that they're all playing a children's card game, and it like the fate of the world is like depends on it. I think I don't know anything about Yu Gi Oh. This is really. <laughs> An exercise in us trying to remember Yu-Gi-Oh. This is like, we should just have a Tumblr blog that's like, we've never seen Yu-Gi-Oh in our our lives. Please send us questions and we'll answer them the best that we can. (laughs) Send us questions we know literally nothing about and we'll do our best. Um... Um, I, it wouldn't be Carrie because she... She, you know, Carrie just doesn't have enough strategy with anything she does in her life. And she just wings it. It's easy breezy. I think Charlotte would overplan things too much. I don't know if you plan things in Yu-Gi-Oh, but I feel like she would try to plan it too much. And then she'd realize she made the fatal flaw of of planning. Do they debate in Yu-Gi-Oh? Because I feel like Miranda is the obvious answer. She's a lawyer. I feel like Miranda would probably be the best answer. 
She does seem like the one most likely to win anything. True. True. She's probably the most competitive. The only thing, the only other thing I know is that friendship is the most important thing. Well, friendship is magic. Yeah. True. Yeah. So I think, I think Miranda. (laughs) That's the longest silence I thought you were going to beat me. (laughs) Um, okay. So thank you for the question. I wish we could answer it better, but we don't know shit about fuck. I guess this is a good time to say that if you, if you do like Yu-Gi-Oh, then check out Pot of Greed. That's a really good, that's a good time to say that. Yes. Yeah. And if you think you have a better answer than us, then send it into the podcast and we can maybe read it out next time or something, maybe. Uh, our next question is from Anonymous, and they have said, what song from Sweetener from each Sex in the City girl blast? I think we did something similar where we answered what song, what Ariana Grande song they were. Did we do that before Sweetener came out, though? No, it was post-Sweetener. I remember. Oh, right, because we talked about Borderline. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I guess, but what we did was we, I feel like Carrie was the only one who got a song from Sweetener. True. And uh, not only are we post-Sweetener, but we are post, we're post-breakup. We're post-Pete. We're post-Pete. Thank God. Um. <laughs> Bye. See you never. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, okay, I think Miranda would be successful. Obviously. Um. Obviously, Carrie's borderline. We already we already did that. We already explained that. She's very obsessive in love. I feel like Charlotte could be Pete Davidson because the song is, like, very romantic. It's, you know, it's very, like, romantic. Like, I just met this person and they're probably my soulmate. Not probably. They're definitely my soulmate. But then it turns out it's a disaster. Is Pete Davidson the, the Trey McDougal of real life? Oh. <sighs> Maybe, except for he's not a doctor. He's just like... He's just a piece of shit. <laughs> he's just like a not very funny person on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> who really um, shouldn't be bleaching his hair like that. It doesn't look good. I, but. I think there are very few white guys who can get away with bleaching their hair and not looking like Eminem, which isn't a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Samantha? What's the horniest song on Sweetener? Uh... It might be... God is a woman? She could be the light is coming. God is a woman is very... Yeah, I could see her being God is a woman. God, the light is coming is such a bop. I love her. When I first heard it, I thought she was honestly speaking Japanese. That's how I feel when I hear her singing any song, but... (laughs) We love an unintelligible queen. I... Who needs to be clear and succinct... Or not succinct, that's not the word I'm thinking of. Who needs to be clear and understandable ever? Yeah. We stand. <laughs> we do. Thank you. The only thing that could make the light is coming better would be if Nikki wasn't on it. True. I, I'm just like, um, the first 30 seconds, I'm just like zoning out and then, and I'm like, oh, yes, <laughs> she's here. Yeah. I'm kind of like, uh, I really don't get her Chun-Li thing. It's weird. Uh, like, it's weird. I get that it's a character from a video game, but I'm also kind of like, it seems kind of weird that your, like, alter ego is, like, ah, Chinese? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It seems kind of fetishistic. I'm not a fan um, of Nicki Minaj as a person, really. Um, I will dethrone her as the most famous Trini, eventually. I love and it. with that, I will release my alter ego, Lara Croft. <laughs> please do i really need to see this (laughs) just shooting dinosaurs in my music videos oh fuck yeah 
I love this. Thank you. Um, so that was our second question. Um, oh, it is time for our questions from Sarah. You know, friend of the show, guest of the show, Sarah, sent us two questions. One question. The the first ask uh, says, Miranda get fursuit. Yes. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. I could see Miranda get fursuit. <laughs> 2018. Just wear it in court. <laughs> she shows up to work and she's just like full on gear. She takes her like the the head off and just puts it on her desk and is like, okay, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's the business today? She's just like, your honor, and then wags her tail. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Miranda's so valid. Um, <laughs> and Sarah also has a, a question. Um, and she says, when's the last time you've ever faked or when when's the last time, if ever? Thank you, Sarah. Uh, like, I think we kind of brought this up. I haven't and I won't. Mm-hmm, same. I've never done it before because why would I? I don't want someone to think that they're like doing something that they're not doing. I don't like people thinking they're good when they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And it just seems like very, not like it's just, I don't want to put on a performance. That's also just awkward to do on top of the fact that I wouldn't want someone to feel like they were doing something that they're not doing. Like, I don't want to have to do that. And I don't want to have to worry about if it sounds authentic. Like, the whole thing is just a mess of something I don't want to do. So if you want me to act, then pay me. (laughs) That is a very good point. Hmm. Give me a script. (laughs) (laughs) A script that literally just says, I'm going to (laughs) nut. That would be so, like, aggressive. I don't think that's... um, Can I change this line? I don't think it's what my character would say. (laughs) Carrie get nut. I I don't think I'm going to nut. Like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) This just isn't believable to me. (laughs) Yeah. I just, you know... And this just doesn't gel with her objective. I just really think we should change this line. I love it. <laughs> this is stupid. I love it. Anyway, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Sarah. Um, yeah, and so you can follow us on Tumblr there at City Girls Make Do, but you can also follow us on Twitter at City Girls Make Do. You can email us at citygirlsmakedo at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at Windfall Island on Tumblr and at Age of Oddish on Twitter. Yeah, and you can find me on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix, and I know Twitter, so I'm smart. That's that's so. God, I wish that were me. But also, I use Twitter more than I use Tumblr now. I've had I've had Twitter for like four months, and it's 2018. I'm so dumb. You're valid, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been an episode. So see y'all next week. Um, hail Satan and bust a nut. Bust a nut. <laughs> <laughs>